morning again, saints. If you have your Bible, please open it to Psalm 16. Psalm 16. Athanasius of Alexandria was a 4th century Egyptian church father, the 12th bishop of Alexandria. He's known as being the chief defender of the Trinitarian view of our God. In a letter titled, Praying the Psalms, he writes, Within the Psalms are represented and portrayed in all great variety the movements of the human soul. They are like a picture in which you see yourself portrayed, and seeing may understand and consequently form yourself upon the pattern given. In the Psalms, you learn about yourself. You find depicted in them all the movements of your soul, all of its changes, its ups, its downs, its failures, its recoveries. While most of Scripture speak to us, the Psalms speak for us. TVC Saints this morning for our very first ever um, live stream sermon. Um, Psalm 16 will speak for us. It's going to speak to our hearts and our minds and, and our souls. It's going to speak for us intellectually and, and emotionally. It's going to speak for us holistically. In times like these, we need Psalm 16 to speak for us. We need it to speak for us as, as the coronavirus spreads. We need it to speak for us as, as our lives are, are turned upside down. And life itself has been restricted day by day. We need it to speak for us as we practice social distancing. We need it to speak for us as we struggle with fear and, and worry and uncertainty. So if you have your Bible or your Bible app, Psalm 116. It's going to speak to us by reminding our hearts and our minds and our souls to walk in dependency upon our Lord God in times like these. Walking in dependency upon him as, as life has been turned upside down. As we try to adjust to these changes that we are hoping are just temporary. So here's God's word. Psalm 16 verses 1 and 2. Receive with great joy the word of your father and king. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. Please pray with and for me. Holy Spirit, as we come to the preaching of God's word, we are in desperate need for you to be our helper. None of us can, can understand scripture apart from you. None of us can understand the things that are written in this book apart from you moving in our hearts and our minds. You are a helper. You are our deposit that guarantees our inheritance. And so as, the, the, as part of the Trinity, we need you today. We need you to minister to our hearts, to our minds, and to our souls. So Holy Spirit, do a good work. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, convict. Holy Spirit, uh, just empower us with hope. And I pray for all of this in Christ's wonderful name. Amen. Many fitness gyms are temporarily closing their doors. 
closing their doors because of what's happening in the country, doing their part to prohibit the spread of COVID-19. Members of these gyms are going to have to come up with new exercise routines and, and new plans. And, and a lot of them are going to uh, choose walking as their preferred method of exercise during this season of social distancing. Some of them will be fast walkers. Some will be slow walkers. But both type of those, these walkers would need that would have the same one thing in common they're going to have. Both of them will strive to have the proper walking technique. So what is this technique? But first, you walk with your head up, your shoulders forward. You walk not looking at the ground. Your neck and your shoulders and your back are, are relaxed, not stiffly upright. Swinging your arms freely with a slight bit in your elbows. Your stomach muscles are uh, tight, uh, uh, slightly tightening, and your back is straight, and, you're, and you're not, there's not an arch in your back, forward or backwards. And you walk smoothly, rolling your foot from heel to toe. That's the proper walking technique. And likewise, walking in confident dependency on the Lord has a proper walking technique. And that's an uh, amen statement for, y'all, for, for everybody that's tuning in. It's a technique that, that doesn't have anything to do with the, your body posture or, or, or movement. It has everything to do with the posture and movement of your heart, your soul, and your mind. The proper walking technique and walking dependency on the Lord means to believe in, to surrender to, and to trust in the Lord God. David prays, preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my God. I have no good apart from you. Notice for a moment that David doesn't pray, preserve me. So I can take refuge in you. That's not his prayer. He prays for God to preserve him because he's taking refuge in God. Because God is currently his refuge. You see, a refuge is a term used when when a person is fleeing from danger or, or harm or fears. Who are you fleeing towards right now? What are you afraid of? What dangers are you facing? And what are you taking refuge in at this very moment? Listen, saints. Life is being turned upside down. The coronavirus is changing the way we do life. People are losing jobs. People are getting sick. People are stressful. People are afraid of mandatory lockdowns. People are suffering. And not just from this virus. Some of you are suffering in other ways. And who are y'all fleeing towards for protection and comfort? Who are you fleeing towards for protection and comfort? What's your place of refuge? What's your place of refuge? Is it comfort eating? Is it watching too much Netflix? YouTube? Substance abuse? Sexual addictions? What are you running to? I have a suggestion. How about you run to the God of the Bible? How about you flee to Jesus? Preserve me, O God, because in you I take refuge, says David. God is David's hiding place, his shelter, his shield, his cover. Taking refuge in God means to believe him, to surrender to him, to trust him, to hope in him, to confide in him. 
taking refuge in your God is walking in confident dependency. It's part of the walking technique. And the Lord God, the Lord God is a safe place for you to take refuge in. But do you believe it? Each of you can walk in confident dependency upon him. But there is a but. You see, the the confidence doesn't come from your ability to walk or your walking pace. Whether you are a slow walker or a fast walker or you need assistance in walking, it's, it's all okay. The confidence comes from who your God is. Who is he? David calls him El. El is a Hebrew term. It's, it's one of the many names of God used by the Israelites. The name is used a lot in the poetry sections of Scripture. It means strong one, mighty one, powerful one. The term, it acknowledges the God of Israel as the one true God. The Lord God is strong, mighty, and powerful in the way he serves, in the way he loves you. That's what kind of refuge he is. A mighty refuge, a strong refuge, a powerful refuge. He is a mighty fortress. And nothing and no one can penetrate his stronghold. Do you believe it? Do you surrender to it? Do you trust it? And here's the thing. He's strong and and, and mighty and powerful even if you don't believe it. Even if you don't surrender to it. Even if you don't trust it. Who our God is is not dependent upon the people he created. If it did, he would not be God. He is sovereign over us. We're not sovereign over him. He's El. We're not. He's creator. We're his creation, just like David. And David prays, preserve and guard and keep my life because he trusts God with his life. Do you trust him? Each of you can do the same. You can trust him with your life right now. Trust him in the present. Trust him with your suffering and and your fears. And somehow he'll preserve you. Sure thing, Pastor Alex. Sounds wonderful on paper. Easy to say in a sermon on Facebook Live. If your God is so powerful, then why is all this happening? Great question. Your frustration, your anger, your unbelief, your doubts are understandable. Hey, I have them as well. And I empathize with each of you who are experiencing those real emotions. Listen, it's not my intent to offer superficial and pie-in-the-sky hope. This is real hope I'm offering, real confidence, real assurance. I truly believe that the Lord God is a safe place for refuge. And somehow he'll preserve you. Somehow he'll make a way. Just like he made a way to redeem what the fall has done and is doing to his creation. The fall is a reference to Genesis 3. Humanity's fall into a state of sin and misery. He made a way by sending his only beloved son into the world to fix and to restore the brokenness. And that is Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 8 says, God shows his love for us. And while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's death and life and resurrection is proof that God cares. And he's at work. He's for you, not against you. What then shall we say to this? If God is for us, 
who is against us. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How we also not through him give us all things. I don't know about your God, but my God is willing and he's able. Do you believe him? Do you trust him? Do you surrender to him? If you know Jesus today and save in faith, trust him. Trust him that he is currently your strong, mighty, powerful refuge. You can walk in confident dependency upon him. Because if if faith is there for times like these, who are you running to? Who is your Jesus? Run to the real Jesus. Trust him. Believe him. Surrender to him. If you don't know Jesus in faith, then you can't do that. You can't walk in dependency upon him if you don't know him and save in faith. And, and save in faith is it you using him as a financial stimulus just to see you through this pandemic. Save in faith means you confess your sins to him, you repent of those sins, and then you surrender to him as your Lord and Savior. There's salvation in no one else. There's no other name under heaven given by which people may be saved. That is Jesus. So come to him. He'll receive you. He'll embrace you. He'll forgive you. He'll accept you. He, his hands are extending out to y'all right now. And he says this to you. Come to me who will labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Do you want rest? Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. After his prayer, um, our brother David makes a statement of faith. He uses a a different name for the Lord God in in his statement. The name he uses is the sacred and unspeakable name for God. In the Old Testament, the name is spelled with only four letters, four Hebrew letters. Do you know that name? It's Yahweh. Yahweh is the proper personal name for the Lord God. It implies that he's personal and and covenantal in his relationships with his people and expresses his his mercy and his closeness. Look at verse 2. David says, I say to Yahweh, you are my Adonai, Lord. I have no good apart from you. I find David's words, word pairings, interesting. It seems that he would have paired Adonai and El. And, and, and refuge with Yahweh. But he doesn't. You see, the names of God aren't hats that he put off, that he puts on and take off. He's not El one day and Yahweh the next day. He's, he wasn't your refuge last week and, and your Lord this week. He's all of them in your life at the same time. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And since we're in the leap year, 366 days. But do you believe it? Do you believe it? This is who he is. He's everything that you need him to be. All you got to do is believe it, surrender to it, and trust it. David believes that, that the Lord God is both El and Yahweh, a refuge and Lord other than us and close to us. What about y'all? Who is Jesus for you this morning? What do you currently believe about Jesus right now as you suffer, as you lock down in your house? Who is he? 
Is he ailed in your life? Strong, mighty, powerful refuge. Or do you think he's weak? Or do you think he's just somewhere up in heaven isolated from you? Is he Yahweh in your life? Personal, merciful, relational. The posture of your hearts, minds, and souls must grow to surrender, to believe in, and to trust Jesus as both El and Yahweh. Right now, at this moment and this season, you can walk in confident dependence upon him because of who he is. Because of who he is. You can do this to the spirit. Helps you to do this. Some of you will walk fast. Some others will be slow walkers. And there is no need for you to compare your walking pace with someone else's walking pace. Why is that? Because you're going, because each of you are headed to the same place, to the same person, to the same Lord, to the same Savior, to the same Redeemer, to the same King, and that is Jesus Christ. And his goodness extends to all of his people, regardless of ethnicity, gender, nationality, or economic status. He is for you right now. Not in the past, not in the future, but in your present tense, he's with you. Right now, Elder Richard Goodson said to me this week, Jesus doesn't practice social distancing. Jesus practices being Emmanuel. He is an expert in being God with us when the heat is on and the heat is on. And Jesus is in it with us. So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, Persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword. Shall the coronavirus separate us from Christ? Mandatory lockdowns, stock market crashes, joblessness, uncertainties, fears, and social distancing? No. In all of these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, no powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Believe it, trust in it, surrender to it, and share it, and walk confident in it this week. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you're good, you're merciful, you're wonderful, and I pray for each of us, each of those that are tuning in, that they will believe and trust and surrender to who you are for them. You are El and you are Yahweh. You are their refuge, you are their Lord, and you are for them. Even in the midst of fear and uncertainties. You are still God. You are still on your throne. And I pray as your people that the things we believe about you, we will share it with a world who needs hope, who needs reassurance. That we would do that for your glory and for the benefit of your creation. It's in your wonderful name that I pray. Amen.